You're listening to You Talk Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie. Hey, it's Steve, and I'm in the studio with Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi, how's it going? Are you ready for today's special Thanksgiving edition of You Talk? Oh, I am. Well, you know, Larissa's not in the studio with us, but she is with us on tape. So, Katie, fill us in. On today's show, we'll be talking about Thanksgiving, but it's not your typical grandmother story about the pilgrims. We'll be discussing a unique Thanksgiving-themed film that some of you may have already seen. Steve, you and Larissa were at the L.A. premiere, which we'll hear about on today's show. Yeah, it was an amazing time. Uh, We actually recorded a little setup for all of that. Um, But because of this holiday edition, we won't be taking your calls today. But you can still reach out to us on social media at Utah Radio or on our website, utahradio.com, with your questions and comments. All right, let's roll tape. Well, Steve and Larissa, you guys had the chance to cover a red carpet event for a film called Saints and Strangers. What's that film about? I'm glad you asked, Katie, because since we're talking about Thanksgiving, that film is actually about the first Thanksgiving. Um, But really, it's about the events that transpired leading up to that first Thanksgiving And it was definitely more than just about the pilgrim hats. Because, you know, I think most of us are familiar with the pilgrims and the Indians and, you know, everybody got along and then, you know, we have Thanksgiving. Um, But, you know, National Geographic Channel produced this four-hour movie that actually digs a lot deeper into what happened at Plymouth and how they came over in the sometimes harsh conditions. And it's a tale of 101 men, women, and children who crossed the Atlantic Ocean from England and here into what wasn't even called the U.S. yet, to the New World. And so this incredible story, you know, is is talking about not just the basics of pilgrims and Indians, but really talking about all the history behind it and all the events that led up to what we know as Thanksgiving. Um, in fact, um, from you Mad Men fans out there, there's some familiar face like in Vincent Carthizer. He played Pete on that show. And uh, if you're a Pitch Perfect fan, Anna Camp, one of the oh, uh, ladies, nice. um, she is in this. And uh, there's a lot of other fel- well-known actors and some new faces as well. And, uh, you know, it's an exciting thing. Yeah, it really was. I, I really enjoyed it uh, seeing the uh, premiere. But it was an awesome experience being able to um, interview the cast members and and even other celebrities that were walking the gold carpet. I say gold because it's usually red, but gold is a key color in the National Geographic logo. So it was kind of a clever twist. Let's check out what the cast had to say about why this film is important for our generation and things and people they are thankful for in their lives. Hey, it's Larissa with the one and only Aaron Carter. How you doing today, Aaron? Good, how you doing? So we're here at the Saints and Strangers premiere. Now, this this movie is about Thanksgiving. Why do you think a film like this is important to the next generation? I mean, I think it's just so important to know where you come from. My uh, my lineage traces back to the Mayflower. My, my grandfather was a genealogist for about 40 years of his life. Wow. So, and he traced back our lineage, and my brother and I, the Carter family, we, we stem from the Fuller family, and then it went to um, the Crippers. So anyway, back to what you were saying is like, knowing where you come from and like who you are really makes a difference. Yeah, so this, this actually has special significance to you, not not just the film, but just the whole story of how this country started. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm very interested in, in seeing what this is about because of my lineage and my connection with it in, in, in itself, you know. Now, you know, a lot of the first settlers here obviously didn't come with a whole lot. They just came off of a ship with whatever was on their back and what they carried. What are some of the things you think in, in this country nowadays that we take for granted? 
love, love. I think we take love for granted and people. If, if you take all this stuff away, we have each other and we have love. And I think that that's something that, that gets drowned out these days very easily. It does. Um, and kind of on that token, you know, what are some of the things in your life that you're thankful for the most? I'm thankful for my, my family. I'm thankful for my fans. I'm thankful for my career, my, uh, my health. Your health. <laughs> um, if there's one piece of advice you'd like to give somebody out there um, who maybe doesn't know where their roots come from, what, what would you say to them if they're kind of like, I don't know where my history comes from? Ancestry.com. <laughs> figure it out. It's kind of cool when you figure out like where you come from and maybe what their traits were or if they have any talents that maybe you don't know that you could possess, you know? Somebody was a juggler in their family. There's just so many different things that you can find out and get a little bit about of. So I, I think it's a great thing to know where you come from. And, and speaking of you, we'll go back to you. Um, what are some of the projects that are coming up for you? Are you going back to doing some music? Yeah, I, I've been touring, doing the college circuits. I mean, I do about 200 shows a year. I don't ever stop. But now I'm at the point where I'm going to be producing my whole project, meaning I make the tracks, I make the beats, I do all that stuff. And so it's going to be coming uh, straight from me. So look forward to it. All right. Well, we're all going to be, you know, waiting for more music. And thank you so much, Aaron, for stopping by. Of course. Thank you. This is Steve with Barry Sloan. Barry, are you excited to be here? I am. Yeah. It's nice to share something. You go away and you make these private projects for a while in South Africa and you leave it for the people to play around with and fix. And then everybody gets to share it. So it's nice to share it. In thinking about this film, why is this film in particular important to the next generation? Well, I think it's being told in a way that hasn't been told before and genuinely. There's no heroes, there's no villains, no one's being painted as the great decision makers that came in and, and fixed things. It's about human error. Oh. You know what I mean? It's yes. about human survival. Yes. And that is something that can resonate with people, not only in 1620, but right now. We're all making decisions like these people. And if we can show the bravery that these people found when they came over on this ship to build this incredible country, I think we'll be doing well. We all need a good example. We all need encouragement. We Completely. all need somebody we can look to, and especially when it's it's just human. It's it's all of us together Absolutely. living on this planet. Absolutely. And that's what's nice about Thanksgiving is everybody gets together. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. And maybe, maybe all these people crammed into this <laughs> ship is kind of what it feels like sometimes <laughs> in your family house on Thanksgiving. So that's right. a thought. That's right. <laughs> At least you can go watch the football. <laughs> that's for sure. And especially coming from a large Italian family. It does <laughs> get go. a little crowded. You know what I'm so, saying. Yeah. Okay. Have you noticed something in particular that we in this country take for granted? I think your sense of go and achieve whatever you want, mm. you know, and you encourage this. I'm not saying this doesn't happen in England. I'm saying there's a little more cynicism from time to time. What I love about being here and what I love about my daughter growing up and being raised in this country uh -huh. is that she can literally go for anything that she wants to. That's not to say she'll get it, but she's entitled to have a good crack. So Absolutely. I'm thrilled Absolutely. at that. Absolutely. It's something it, I love. The sky's the limit. Absolutely. It's, it's, you can be who you want to be. Yes, that, and that's something it, I love about this choice. country. Completely. And, and for those who feel like they can't be anything, they can change. Of course, and that's what, you know, the, the people who came on this boat, not the Saints, the Saints came um, for a different thing, but the strangers who came over who paid money for a new start mm -hmm. to start farms, start families, start lives. It's a dream. One more quick question. Yes. Who in your life are you thankful for? My daughter and my wife. Awesome. Thanks for being on the show. We appreciate it. Look forward to seeing the, the movie. Pleasure. Thanks. Pleasure. I'm here with the writer of this incredible project, Seth Fisher. How you doing, Seth? Doing well, thank you. Um, now, how long did it take for you to write the script? Ooh, it happened pretty fast. Uh, we started in February, myself and Eric Overmeyer, and we hit the ground running, and we wrote all the way through shooting. So we shot from June through August, and sort of the writing process, uh, certainly in television and film, you sort of keep going as long as you can until you've shot it all. 
and then you've got to give it away and then you edit it and maybe rewrite it in the editing process a little bit so it took the whole time I would say. <laughs> now how much of the film is based on history and how much of it you took some creative liberties? We took a very few creative liberties um, beyond the dialogue and the specific interactions in general all of the major set pieces all of the major turns in the plot are accurate we were under very strict parameters not to just make things up and that was a big reason for telling the story was to get it right because we've we've heard the wrong versions before we've been taught the wrong version for a long time and um, hopefully we got it right well and to that end like why is a film like this so important not just for this generation for but for generations to come it's important because um, it's really you know the, the beginning of a nation not in a sort of political sense but there was Roanoke, there was Jamestown, but everybody points to Plymouth. And it was a group of people from mixed origins, not just pilgrims, but also the so-called strangers. It was a commercial venture, and they arrived on a place that was as foreign as the moon. And there were already people there, and they had to learn how to coexist, um, for better or worse, or not coexist. And from that came a nation, and that's really the beginning, that's what we point to. Well, and it's a remarkable story, you know, no matter, you know, how you tell the story. So one last question. Now that you've kind of gone through this process of this big history lesson, what are some of the things that you now maybe think you have taken for granted that maybe you're more thankful for after doing this project? I am thankful for usually working in the same time zone um, versus uh, shooting in one time zone and writing in another time zone. But more importantly, I'm thankful for my lovely family. <laughs> family is always a good answer. You can never go wrong with that. Well, thank you so much for taking your time and, and best of luck for this project and future projects. Right, thank you. I am here with Jesse Bruchak. Jesse, what is it that you had to do with this film? I was brought in to first translate the script into the Eastern Algonquin language that was used, a language very similar to that that would have been spoken uh, by the Native American peoples that were met by the pilgrims. Uh, I then was also given the task of being a dialect and dialogue coach for all of the actors who would be speaking the language and that of course included most of the native cast members and even some of the pilgrims uh, learned some of the native language and had some lines so it was quite a task. Well, I was gonna, uh, you took the words right out of my mouth, quite a task. Yeah. Okay, Keeping uh, with the theme of Thanksgiving, that's what this film is really all about, anything in particular that strikes you um, right off the top of your head of things we take for granted in this country? Yeah, I think just having the sustenance that we need to survive, which the pilgrims really did not have. They didn't have enough food, they didn't have enough good drink, they didn't have enough just to get from one day to the next, and many people died because of that, and we see that in this film. And it was the native people who knew how to work the land, Akika Hadith, they knew how to produce corn, squash, beans, which all became gifts that enriched the, the world because they were first cultivated by indigenous peoples of the Americas and given, of course, by Desquantum or Squanto as a gift and that first Thanksgiving. Sounds like there's a lot we can learn from this film. Absolutely. One more quick question for you. Uh, who in your life are you most thankful for? I, I'm going to have to say I'm most thankful for my father. And again, looking at the next generation, he really put us on a path uh, where he was very involved in our culture and uh, helped me to find a way into it. And working with the language as I do is all because of him. So I would say because of my father. Being thankful for your father is always a good place to go. Absolutely. Thanks, Jesse. We appreciate you being on the show. Uh, and Doc Agui, you're welcome. 
You know, uh, Saints and Strangers really does help us uh, bring this epic story of American history to life. It, I mean, it really was a powerful film. Yeah, and I, I feel like, you know, we we just read a couple paragraphs in our history books and, like, we never really get to hear, like, the whole side of what happened with the Indians and it wasn't as cut and dry as, like, oh, there were bad Indians. There were, you know. Like, yeah, no, it really yeah. wasn't. It, it was gritty and it was gruesome. It was harsh, but it's real life. It was about humanity surviving, and and you know it's it's harsh and grueling today. You know, in life, in a different way, of course. But um, there's some it gives you a chance to really reflect. I think. Wow, everybody had some great stuff to say. Well, we've been listening to were interviews with the cast of an incredible film produced by National Geographic called Saints and Strangers. Yeah, it's a fresh take on Thanksgiving, and I think you really owe it to yourself to check it out. Uh, you can stream Saints and Strangers on the National Geographic channel. You can see it on Netflix, and there's other online locations. Again, I just want to remind you, we're not taking your calls today because of this special holiday edition of Utah. However, you can still reach out to us with your comments and questions at our website, utahradio.com, and on social media at Utah Radio. Don't go anywhere. We've got some unusual Thanksgiving facts, and Street Talk is coming up right after this. So stay with us. Utah. Oh, this is so good. It just has to be fattening. You Talk Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie. You're listening to You Talk Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie on the web at utalkradio.com. We're back for this special holiday edition of You Talk. Larissa's not in the studio with us, but you will hear more from her a little bit later in the show when we... Uh, talk more about Saints and Strangers, a special Thanksgiving film. Now, what would Thanksgiving be without our very own fact girl, Katie? So, Katie, um, did you run across anything unusual or unexpected in your search for Thanksgiving facts? I did. And do you know what Thanksgiving has to do with TV dinners? (laughs) I have no idea. Thanksgiving and TV dinners? I don't want a TV dinner on Thanksgiving. Well, The first TV dinner was created through a mistake by a Swanson employee who accidentally ordered 260 extra tons of turkey on Thanksgiving. That's a lot of turkey. To get rid of it, one of their salesmen, Gary Thomas, came up with the idea of filling 5,000 aluminum trays with the extra turkey, along with cornbread dressing, gravy, peas, and sweet potatoes. Wow. That was a lot of leftovers. Yeah. And they were sold for 98 cents each. And do you know how many they sold within one year of creating it? I, I have no idea. I like tens of thousands. I don't know. 10 million in one Whoa, year. Whoa, 10 million. That's, that, like, that's like with an M, million. Yeah, million. <laughs> Thus, they created Ooh. the first TV dinners in 1953. Now, I got to wonder, do the Thanksgiving, I mean, did the TV dinners from back then taste different than the TV's dinners today? That's a good question. We yeah. should contact them and find out. Or try one, I guess. Try one. <laughs> I mean, we can't go back and try one. No, but... that's true. We could ask, yeah, that we could ask Swanson. Okay. Anything else about Thanksgiving you found out? Yeah. Did you know that Black Friday is the busiest day of the year for plumbers? Oh, no, no, wait a minute. Plumbers don't sell anything but services. Yeah, exactly. Do you know why they sell their services on that day? Uh, I could guess, but why don't you tell me? Because according to Rotor-Rooter, their plumbers, that kitchen drains, garbage disposals, and toilets require more attention the day after Thanksgiving <laughs> because of our lovely Thanksgiving feasts than any other day of the year. 
<laughs> I don't want to touch that too much. I think we could leave it to our imagination on that one. <laughs> okay, let's move on to some more wholesome thoughts about Thanksgiving from our listeners. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. Street talk. What is your favorite food at Thanksgiving? Um, I'd say my favorite food is mashed potatoes with gravy. Best thing on the table. Mashed potatoes with gravy. With gravy. Blueberry pie. The mashed potatoes that my dad makes. Those are really good. If you have some turkey and some uh, macaroni and cheese, that would be cool. My mom's ham. Biscuits, because I don't know why, but I'm like addicted to bread. My grandma's jello. What is your to die for Thanksgiving food? What is that food you always want to eat every Thanksgiving? Mashed potatoes. Definitely mashed potatoes, because I can eat them for days at a time. It's like nonstop. <laughs> that seems to be a very popular thing. My favorite food of Thanksgiving would be mashed potatoes and turkey. My favorite food is my grandma's homemade applesauce. Do you have seconds? Um, not really. I tend to eat light at Thanksgiving. I don't like to overeat. Alright. Seconds, probably. Thirds, I'm too small. I can't eat that much. Do you have more than one serving? No. Alright, so you're kind of watching the diet because you got other stuff. Cool. Does your family have a special Thanksgiving tradition that they do every Thanksgiving? Yeah, so we have our entire family on my dad's side come to our house and we host Thanksgiving there. Uh, and then that night, sometimes we go and get our Christmas tree. <laughs> Every Thanksgiving, we go around the table and we, like, everyone who's at the table, we say what we're thankful for for that person. So it takes a long time, but we all do it. So that way you feel appreciated at the table. We'll, like, put all the food on the table and then we'll, like, gather around and hold hands and say, like, a prayer. And, like, we'll each go around saying, like, what we're thankful for. And every year it's, like, different. I like that. We have these placemats that we use when our family comes over for Thanksgiving. And they're shaped like turkeys. And they have little activities on them for my little cousins. We eat, talk, and eat more, and then we watch football, and then after we go uh, Black Friday shopping. At my house, we actually have two Thanksgivings. So we have one at my house, and then the next day we have one at my grandmother's house. Every Thanksgiving, all of my family that's still in the state comes over to our house, and we always have a giant meal and watch football together. Who or what are you thankful for? I'd say I'm thankful for my family, and I'm thankful for the blessings I've been given. My family getting to go to a uh, nice school and just the freedom we have in, the, in this country. I am honestly thankful for my older brother because he's like super protective of me. <laughs> my big brother. He's my favorite person. I'm thankful for my parents and my half-siblings. They live in Colorado but I get to see them every year so I'm really thankful that I get to like experience siblings because sure. normally I'm an only child so ah. it's great. I'm thankful for my mom because she's always there for me and I just really appreciate her. I'm thankful for my friends, my family. I'm thankful for my family. Apparently, I'm thankful for my friends that have been with me 24-7. I am thankful for my family and my new friends at my new school and just thankful for God giving me a blessed life. Who or what are you thankful for this Thanksgiving? I'm really thankful for some of my friends I have in Theater Network. They've helped me and I've just had a lot of fun with them over the last couple years. I'm thankful for this uh, interview. Well, I'm, I'm thankful that you want to be on Utah, so yeah. have a great Thanksgiving. Ah, another satisfied customer. Oh, please. <laughs> but we are very thankful for all of our listeners. We really are. We'll be back with more of our special holiday edition of Utah Radio right after this. Utah. You're listening to Utah Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie on the web at utalkradio.com.
We're back with our special holiday edition of You Talk. Hey, Katie. Hey, everyone. I guess we better remind our listeners that Larissa is not with us in the studio today, but we are going to be hearing from her in a second when we continue our discussion about the National Geographic film Saints and Strangers. And remember, we are not taking any calls today, but we would like to hear from more of you about your Thanksgiving. We want to know your answers to the Street Talk questions, your favorite food, what you're thankful for, and your holiday traditions. You can reach out to us on social media at Utah Radio or our website, utalkradio.com. You know, Katie, I am so glad the holiday season is back again. I I, this, I love this time of the year. You know, the, the sights and the smells and candles and the decorations, the lights, the drinking hot apple cider, sitting with those you love and care about or around a, a fire. And it's just a great time to hang out and relax and be thankful. It really is. And, you know, like you said, thankful. Like, there's so many things in life we have to be thankful yeah. for. And so many people just think about, like, the big things like, oh, you know, I got a promotion or, you know, I got a house or, you know, I graduated. But, like, <laughs> like the small things are really, really what changes your attitude and perspective and being grateful in life. Okay, Katie, here, let me, let me jump off on that. Here's something that we can do. I'm going to challenge you to do it, our listeners, and and Larissa, when she gets back with us, get out your phone, okay, and go to the, the notepad little place on the phone and start listing all the things, big and not so big, that you're thankful for, and also list the people that you're grateful for in your yeah. life. Of course, um, there's one other thing that we got to be thankful for. Food, you know me. Food. I mean, this is a great time of the year for great food. Of course, that's the one thing you would be grateful for, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, speaking of that, uh, did you get enough to eat at Thanksgiving? Well, that's how the conversation starts and our setup for this segment on Saints and Strangers. Let's go back to the tape. Sounds good. <laughs> How was your turkey day? Hey, you stole my thunder. I was going to ask that. (laughs) (laughs) I beat you to it. Um, It was good. I think I ate way too much. Um, We actually did not get your traditional turkey. We actually had uh, Italian food. Oh, (laughs) yes. You you actually should have. Steve, you probably should have had that since you're Italian. (laughs) (laughs) See, we're rubbing off on you, Larissa. Yeah, I know. Um, We just decided that we didn't want to spend three or four hours like cooking a turkey, and we went to Buca di Beppo instead and ordered food. (laughs) (laughs) They're one of the few restaurants open on Thanksgiving, so I think I just gave them like a plug. They should become a sponsor or something. (laughs) (laughs) So you didn't do the home cook Italian food then? No, it was it was the cheater way. It was restaurant bought food. Well, it's still Italian, you know, and and that warms my heart. (laughs) (laughs) You should be so proud of me. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I'm very proud of you. So, Katie, what about you? Um, I actually had Thanksgiving at my sister's apartment for the first time. She just moved in. She's at school and she wanted us all to come out. So it was pretty fun. We cooked and decorated for Christmas and it was fun. Wait, wait, I thought it was Thanksgiving. I know, but you know, you got to start decorating for Christmas now that Thanksgiving's over. You know, I was actually out at the mall before Thanksgiving and I already heard Christmas music going on. So People are starting Christmas like earlier and earlier, like every year. So, um, yeah, they really are. are. And even uh, radio stations, you know, in my area, there's one that, that used to start playing Christmas music the week of Thanksgiving. Now they've started like at almost the beginning of November doing it. I mean, not that it's bad. I love Christmas music, but I think I'd like to have Thanksgiving first. Yeah. You know, it's the American way. It is. Yes, it really is. 
Steve and Larissa, you guys had the chance to cover a red carpet event for a National Geographic movie about Thanksgiving called Saints and Strangers. Yeah, and I think we we just had a really great time interviewing the cast members and finding out more about their characters and, and really, more importantly, just why it was so important for us to, to learn about uh, what really happened in that first Thanksgiving and, and really what the events leading up to that Thanksgiving. Yeah. And Katie, it actually wasn't just a red carpet. It actually was a gold carpet that we oh, did these interviews nice. on. <laughs> <laughs> so I miss walking on the gold carpet. Oh, well. Let's check out what they had to say about why this film is important. I'm here with Jessica Sutton. She is all the way from South Africa. She is in the film Saints and Strangers, which we're here to premiere tonight. Jessica, welcome to Utah Radio. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> why is this film important to the next generation? I mean, it's the history of America. I really believe in learning where something began from. Okay. You know? Sure. So Thanksgiving doesn't mean anything to me in my country. Mm-hmm. It's not like Christmas, but I, uh, I learned a little bit because I have some American friends. Okay. Um, but it always felt kind of like a foreign an idea, and I was quite detached from it. But having actually gone through with some Americans, who we did all research together, and um, I really got grounded in American history, and I learned so much. And um, the people that we get to play were real, which was really moving for me. Lizzie. So Thanksgiving has taken on a whole new meaning at this point in time. Yeah, too. it has. Excellent. I mean, those people came from nothing. They had nothing and they sure. risked everything um, for religious liberation, which is um, took a lot, a lot of courage. A lot of, an awful lot of courage. Yeah. Okay, with that in mind and what you know of our country, what is it you think we take most for granted as Americans? Each other. Each other? Yeah. Why? Because we need each other to survive, and that is the meaning of Saints and Strangers. That's really what the message is is that you need one another to we survive. Need one another. You can't escape that. So no one is an island. I think in this generation where everything's so hyped up and it's very much about the individual and trying to stand out and maybe there's a little competition and a one-upmanship. Yes. And social media just promotes the narcissistic side in us, yes. which is me, 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 me. Yes. Selfie, but actually, selfie, selfie. Exactly. <laughs> We're actually species, you know, to survive and to thrive. I think we have to rely on each other. No question so about that. America. So, <laughs> start relying upon one another. Yeah, and being a foreign in your country, I just have to say whenever you're traveling to get to know a soul of the country is to get to know the people. So meeting a stranger next to you, just say hi and appreciate the person next to you. Great thought. One more (laughs) last thing. Who are you most thankful for in your life? My family. Your family. But there's not one person. There are many, 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 many. many. Big family. I have a big family. I have a huge support system at home. My mom, my dad, my boyfriend, my brother, my friends. Jess, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm here with Kalani Kuepa, one of the stars of Saints and Strangers, the National Geographic miniseries that we're really excited about. Um, Kalani, are you Native American yourself? I am. I'm Blackfeet, and I'm also Hawaiian. Aha. Now, what significance did this movie have in particular to you? Well, there's a lot of significance with a a project like this because there's an opportunity to tell a story that hasn't been told in in a good way. Um, I think that we celebrate Thanksgiving every year and we don't really know why. I think if you ask people what the the founding of Thanksgiving is, 
they'll wrap it up in a couple sentences, but really they'll be telling you what they do every year. So for me, the impact of this is, you know, you've got language that this Eastern Algonquin language, Western Abenaki, it's something that's close to what Pocahontas would have spoken. It's something probably exactly what Squanto would have spoken. So that's a privilege to be able to speak the exact language that this, this person lived with. So I hope that our project would inspire people to find out more, come up with more questions, you know, question the idea, did this guy really exist? You know, and so for me, the, the, the idea of inspiring young Native people to see people who look like them and who are speaking a Native language and who are, who are multi-dimensional characters and making a difference in this project and driving the storyline, that's exciting to me. Well, we want to thank you so much for your participation in this. And, and those are great inspiring words that I hope our audience will take to heart and follow through with it. Thanks so much for stopping by, Kalani. Pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> I'm at the Saint and Strangers premiere with with Lexi Noel. How you doing? Good, how are you? Okay, I know you are what they call a social influencer. Like, how do you like to influence people? Um, I love just spreading like a lot of positivity throughout the world just because I feel like there's so much hate on the internet, so much hate on like Vine and Twitter and YouTube and I'm really all about supporting each other, supporting other artists, supporting other YouTubers, so I'm all about the positivity. That's great because that's what we're about at Utah. We're all about positivity, making a difference in the world. Okay, so this film is about, you know, the first Thanksgiving. Yes. So I'm kind of curious, what things are you thankful for in your life? Hmm. I'm thankful for all my fans, for sure. Um, I'm definitely thankful for my family. They're amazing. They're like my best friends. They support me all the time. I'm thankful for what I get to do, how I get to be here with you right now. We're freezing, but we're here. Yes, that's right. <laughs> um, so this film, again, is about the first Thanksgiving and not just being thankful in general. Why do you think it's important for our generation to watch this film and remember what happened on Thanksgiving? Well, for me, it's all about, when you're younger, it's all about learning things and getting your education right and everything. I think it's amazing to rewatch this because you know we all heard the stories about you know the pilgrims the Indians this and that but I think seeing it for like a second and third time can really open up different ways to look at it like you might not have noticed this detail or that detail so I think it's really important just to get educated on it the first pilgrims that came to the country you know think back way back when they probably didn't have a whole lot of things you know they didn't have cell phones you know they didn't have internet right no so iPods <laughs> no YouTube so what are some of the things you think we take for granted in this country I definitely think technology Technology is number one. I think accessibility to certain items, certain clothing, um, certain food. I just think like those things in general we kind of don't think about and like cars and like getting from one place to another. You just think like, oh, I'm just going to hop in the car, like hop on the bus. But really it's like, oh my gosh, like they had to walk. They had to take horses. It's, it's insane to me. <laughs> well, Lexi, thank you so much for stopping by. Now, if people want to find out more about you, what are your websites and, and social media handles? Um, my YouTube is Lexi Noel TMQ because I'm known as a team makeup queen. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Lexi Noel TVQ. And I have a new website coming out really soon and like lots of new makeup products and everything. So stay tuned for that. All right. Thanks, Lexi, for stopping by Utah. Hey, it's Steve from Utah Radio. I'm here with Ray Stevenson. Uh, he is in the film Saints and Strangers. Ray, great to have you with us. Thank you so much, Steve. Great to be here. Thinking about the next generation, why is this film so important for them? I think they're going to be astounded by what's revealed to them as compared to whatever empirical education has shown them so far. No more sort of like, we landed on Plymouth Rock and we are the, new, we are the purity. It's like, oh, no, no. This is going to reveal to them 
so much closer to the true history and its true representation of the Native Americans. So that, this is the real deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's about as authentic as you're going to get. It's important because this... Um, it really is important. Yeah, it really is important on so many levels and so many ways about the uh, internationality of the commune as well uh, and the community that landed and also the impact it had on the established native communities that were already there and they were more like fiefdoms and kingdoms and everything but how this impacted basically into America, it's, it's set a blueprint for colonization. Something critical for all of us to know about. I think so. I think any expose of any exploration especially coming from such a body as Nat Geo and, and the work that they've done on this can only enhance and, and increase somebody's understanding of what went on in, in the past and therefore help us guide ourselves into the future. Absolutely. Thanks, Ray. We appreciate being on the show. Thank you so much, Steve. I think this is a really important film because oftentimes when we hear these stories in our, in our classrooms um, or we just talk about it when Thanksgiving rolls around, we're, we're talking about the food and we're talking about the family and it's all happy, warm, fuzzy feelings. But, you know, really, things were really tough on that first trip. They were. They, mm -hmm. they were really tough. Um, it, was, it was gritty. And, you know, I think this is a kind of film, it's two-part, it's four hours long, that really you can watch any time of the year. And this is the holidays, but it's not just about Thanksgiving. I would say Thanksgiving really played a smaller role in this movie, even though it was about the pilgrims, the saints and the strangers traveling. The, it's definitely worth the time to watch it. Yeah, and I think you would actually get bonus points from your teachers in school if you watched it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? If you have a paper to write or something like yeah, that, it's, it's a great movie for um, it. It covers both angles. Really, you've got the holiday, but but you've got the real life. Uh, human struggling story, which, let's face it, um, with all the refugees today and, and um, even some of us that are not uh, as unfortunate as they are, uh, we all have struggles of one kind or another, you know, struggling to in community, struggling to get through school, struggling to uh, pay our bills, get a job. I mean, it, there's, there's a lot of, of that in a different form today. I think also just the fact that, you know, you're mentioning, you know, refugees. And I think so often we take for granted the fact that we are able to enjoy all these freedoms here in this country, whereas other people around the world don't have those same um, liberties. And this is like modern day. And, and we're talking this, Absolutely. you know, this yeah. is obviously several hundred years ago, the yeah. um, 1600s, where people were. This, it's not like they could just hop on a flight and like get over here. I mean, they were on that ship for you know what, like two over two months. Yeah, a long um, time. Yeah, sixty six yeah. days. I think it was. I, I can't even imagine that. You know, and and the the dysentery and the the illness, people dying on the voyage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and some people left. Like the I think one of the sad tales was like there was a couple like in the film that actually left their little boy in in England because they didn't know what it was going to be like. It's probably a good thing they didn't bring him yeah. because mm -hmm. it was a really dangerous voyage. But you know, to, they were like, we don't know if we'll ever see him again because they don't know if this is like a one way trip only. Well, you know, listening to the the commentary on the film and when you have a chance to watch it, just remember you can make a difference. Uh, you can strive for change not only in your own life uh, but in the lives of, of those in your family uh, on campus people you work with uh, look for those ways when people are down when they're struggling um, when it's just not a good day that you might be an encouragement at the very least but reach out and say hey how can I help you what can I do um, to, to make things make your journey a little bit easier 
Steve, Thanksgiving really is a great time to reach out to others and just encourage them and just make a difference. You know, it is, Katie. It, it's it, it, We shouldn't need that excuse, but let's use it. <laughs> and we want to encourage all of you to check out Saints and Strangers for yourself. Absolutely. You can stream it on National Geographic's channel and Netflix. There's more You Talk right after this. You Talk Radio yeah. Hello. Yeah. with Steve, Larissa, and Katie. You're listening to You Talk Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie. Welcome back to our special holiday edition of You Talk. You know, we've got just enough time, Katie, to go back to our very favorite fact girl and see if you've got any other kind of unusual things that uh, you could share with us you found about Thanksgiving. I do. Did you know that not all countries celebrate Thanksgiving like the United States and Canada do, but many have similar holidays where they do give thanks? Really? Yeah, there's about... six or nine of them that also celebrate just a day to... Do they have like Thanksgiving meals or meals to give thanks to? You know me and food. Yes, all of them involve food. Oh, yum. Let's look at like, say, China. Okay. Uh, So they hold the Mid-Autumn Festival, which is around the 15th day of the eighth month of the lunar calendar. So if (laughs) you don't know the lunar calendar, it's around (laughs) late September or early October. Okay, thank you for that clarification. Yeah, and it actually originated as a holiday to express gratitude for the changing seasons and celebrate the Ah, fall harvest. Okay, nice. Do you have any guesses what the favorite dessert is for that festival? Not really. It's the moon cake, which is a baked concoction filled with sesame seeds, ground lotus seeds, and duck eggs. (laughs) Interesting combo. I I mean, I've had a duck egg before, but, you know, well, I'll have to try it. Do you know where Norfolk Island is? Vaguely. It's on this planet somewhere. (laughs) It's off the eastern coast of Australia. Oh, but of course. I knew that. Of course you did. Yes, yes. And their holiday started in the late 1800s when an American trader named Isaac Robinson visited the island and held a traditional Thanksgiving at a local church. Ah, Interesting. Yes. Well, you asked about food. In the Norfolk Island holiday, they feast with pork, chicken, bananas, and pumpkin pie. Ooh, you know, I like everything but bananas. I just, I I am not a banana person. I, I don't know if you know that, but... I don't like bananas. And their traditional way of celebrating is bringing fruit and vegetables to their local church, and they tie corn stalks to the pews and decorate the altar with fresh flowers, and all of the items brought are sold to raise money for the church. Oh, nice. Well, okay, a little fundraising thing with food. I mean, I can't think of a better way. How about the Netherlands? They celebrate in a very unusual way. Okay. They celebrate uh, the American settlers who once lived there. So it's not really like a day for thanks. It's more about the settlers who kind of... American settlers. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. I, I would not have guessed that at all. Yeah, and they celebrate with cookies and coffee after a non-denominational church service on the huh. fourth Thursday of November. Just cookies and coffee. Just I mean, nothing else. Coffee. No duck coffee. eggs or, or chocolate or, you know, I haven't heard chocolate yet. And you know, I am a chocoholic. Nobody uses chocolate from oh. what I've found. Well, we, we should start a new worldwide tradition that says, if you have a day of thanks, a Thanksgiving day in your country, for your culture, it has to include chocolate. It could be light. It could be dark. It could be chocolate with nuts in it. Any kind of chocolate. Okay. Uh, how about Liberia? All right. 
Their meal includes roast chicken. Yum. And they do a church service where everyone fills baskets with local fruits like bananas, papayas, mangoes, and pineapples, and they auction them off after the service. Now, there's bananas again. Could they just leave the bananas out? <laughs> no, unfortunately, they can't. Uh, I'll have to talk to somebody over there. But then the families go home to feast on the foods they just bought attend concerts, and dance the night away. Well, I like the dancing and the concert thing. You know, maybe I could play drums at one of these things. You know, even hand percussion, because you know I am a percussionist as well as a drummer. You and your drumming. (laughs) Don't say it like that. And I don't want to hear any dumb drummer jokes. You know, I've heard them all, including like, who do drummers hang out with? Musicians. We are musicians. (laughs) Uh, We've had a lot of fun on this special holiday edition of Utah Radio, and we missed being in the studio with our colleague, Larissa, singer, songwriter, just an amazing person. But of course, she was with us in some pre-taped segments, and she will be back with us again next week right here on Utah Radio. Next week, we'll be back taking your calls and questions right here on Utah Radio. Remember, Utah is all about you talking to us. You Talk Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie.